It is Action Saturday and there are plenty of buyers preparing for auction today. Good luck and let's give you some tips. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, episode 437, preparing for battle with auction. It's a, I'm surprised we didn't do this a month ago, to be honest, with the amount of auctions going on in the market, nearly every property, well, a lot of properties. There's probably about, in New South Wales, 800 properties a week going to auction. So we're going to give you our tips and tricks for preparing for an auction at, from the buyer's perspective. Mark, good morning. Hey, buddy. Yeah, look, it's, it's, pretty, um, it's pretty interesting. I guess not a lot of people would know, but auctioneers are flat out. If you want to book an auctioneer, and I'm talking uh, any auctioneer, not just the greatest auctioneers, but it's just so hard. They are so flat out. It is crazy. A lot of people are doing auctions. Yes, and I think the biggest thing about preparing for auction starts early. Like the basically the bidding on the day is like the final step. What do you reckon is key to have before the auction mark? I think the contract changes and amendments. Do you think um, what would you have looked at? What would you like to have in there? And would you do it the night before the auction so an agent doesn't know you're interested? Should you do it? week one what's your sort of thoughts i would try to buy before auction um i would try to whack um my my favorite figure under the nose on a signed contract to the um agent i would organize a belly to belly meeting with the agent and i would sit opposite the agent say what do i have to put on this contract now to secure the property so it doesn't go to the auction. So first of all, I'd have a good old chip or a good old hack at trying to buy it prior because find that that's what the, uh, the the seller actually really, really wants to do. Yeah, so step one, but as we know, a lot are still going to auction. So buying it before auction, not an option, then what? Then we've got to get, con- we've, got to, we've got to review the contract and review the finances and review the property. Um, so contract, that's your great lawyer, probably that Monday, if it's a Saturday auction, that Monday, start some liaising between the lawyers and just have a look at that contract and see if everything's normal in that. You know what? These days, how, how a shitty contract or a dud of a contract, it's rare. Yeah, they don't really exist. Now, the main things you may want as a buyer is clauses around settlement. You'll need that pre-negotiated. You may want shorter. You may want longer. You're going to want maybe how the deposit's paid. A lot of people these days do not have a checkbook. So it may have to be an EFT. You may have to do it the day before. So I think how yeah. how that is That's done hard. as well. And if you may want to only have a 5% deposit. So is there any, any major things just in general before an auction? 
Yeah, look, that, that, that's a good point. The payment payments are massive a massive item, um, and getting a, a bank check. If you have a bank check, this is tricky because if you have a bank check that's more than what you bought the property for, that's okay. You've already bought the property, so you may say. You know what I mean? You may say you're going to pay six hundred thousand for the property, and you've got a bank, and you 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 deposit uh, sixty thousand, um, and you end up buying it for fifty thousand. Uh, it's okay to give the agent the sixty thousand deposit. You will get that uh, either refunded, or you can ask to have that attributed to your purchase. Um, so. Don't worry that you're giving away that you were happy to pay, you know, a hundred grand more for the property because you've already bought the property. So a deposit check's okay. Yep. On the on the flip side, you may want to have the clause in there that uh, you may want to talk to the lawyer. Hey, we're doing a bank check. We're going to get the maximum out. But once if you if you if it goes over budget. You may want to have a clause in there saying you can do a 7% deposit, 8% because you're going to have a bank check with a fixed price on it and for whatever reason. That way it gives you, obviously, you'd love yeah. to pay less. But I think as a, as a buyer, that just gives you freedom. Not, not many people think about it. They stress. They borrow a dad's or a, a parent's uh, checkbook so they can write it out. Take that stress away. Get a pre-fixed amount. Probably don't even tell the lawyer the amount. Just say we want to keep it confidential because let's say it is you get a check for seventy thousand and they're guiding six hundred. Then the agent's going to think, well, they're happy to pay seven hundred k. We'll put the reserve above. Yep. So I think try and keep that confidential, but get it approved. Just uh, outline the circumstances of it as well. What's Lisa said? The deposit is held on the agent's trust account if you are unsuccessful. Adduction is fully refundable. Same again, you could transfer it to the agent's trust account, but once again, I'd be very on the amount because you, if, if, if that's the case, you may just pick a fixed amount like 50 grand. You don't want it to uh, reflect uh, the value of what you're prepared to pay for it prior to the auction. So pick a random number or just something that's irrelevant. So if a property is 600 grand, pick 25 grand or pick 54, just something irrelevant so you don't give any anything away. So you can do personal check, you can do direct deposit, you can do um, a deposit bond or bank guarantee normally, which is other items. So that's deposit. We've spoken about changing of the contract. So this morning we're speaking about preparing for an auction, what you get ready. Um, so uh, we've spoken, yeah, checking the contract deposit. What else? Oh, building inspection or strata inspection. Got yes. to do that. All prior. And even in the contract, get pre in a, a amendment could be early access after exchange. So all that, all that's good. Now, what about on game day? Any to what's next? So we've done that. What about game day on the auction? You arrive. Do you like to have someone Sorry. else bidding for you? Do you like to bid yourself? Do you are you the first? What's your sort of thoughts? I think I think it's better to be there in the raw um, if you've got the stomach for it. Um, I think it's great to be there with your partner. Don't forget that you may be left to negotiate if you're not successful at the auction and under the hammer. So under the hammer is, you know, when they hit the gavel and they say it's sold. But I think having uh, you and your partner there, you know, in the event of having to negotiate in the, uh, and, you know, you've got your owners eyeballing you, it's nice. It's nice. You know, yeah. when you've got someone bidding on the phone, 
uh, if you are forced to negotiate after the auction, not quite as authentic. And two things, just like poker, you can't read the other bidders to see their intention. One tip, I've got a couple of tips. Here's first one. If there's a couple there and the husband's bidding, they are not close to their limit until they look at the wife. When they look at the wife, that's when you know they're pretty close to the maximum they've pre-discussed. So if you're, op- if you're, and I see it all the time, or you see him, or if they're over, they see him, the husband, look at the wife, she nods, they bid again. So if you're bidding against them, there's a bit of, there's some tells there. Another thing, uh, another tip, um, which I've done, works well, get the bidding. So my uncle told, told me this, and I've implemented it a couple of times. You want the smallest bidding amounts at the beginning and the largest at the end. So when you're at an auction, you see, let's say it starts at a million, within three bids, you're up to like 1.2. You want to, and a good auctioneer obviously knows all this and they work against it, but you don't know, it doesn't always happen. So you want to get, instead of bidding at 50 grand, you want it down to like 10 or five grand. I had one auctioneer except 1,000 and it blew the auction. It took forever and it ruined all the momentum because I did the second bid. The first bid was 25 grand and I said 1,000 on top. And he obviously ignored it at first, but then the other bidder was like, well, if he's going to bid one, why would I go up 25? He wouldn't bid, auctioneer take my one. Then he was like, well, I'm only going to bid one one grand. And it slowed all momentum. People don't get caught up with it. Tip for buying. Then the other one is, oh, and then, sorry, so you do that at the beginning, but at the end, when people are going up, by 500 or a thousand, you chuck in the ten thousand, the fifteen thousand dollar bid because it makes it, yeah. So that's so that's where um, I've had it work. And you got to and I find because I chatted a few auctioneers, bid quickly up until your limit. So if you bid a thousand and then the other guy takes five minutes, it doesn't show strength. He bids a thousand straight back. Make him think you're not going to stop. And then when you get to your limit, you stop and it sort of comes out of nowhere. So there's a bit of psychology strategy. That's what I've done when I've bid it on behalf of clients. It's worked well. And a lot, I've spoken to a lot of auctioneers and that's what they've sort of recommended, those sort of tips. Because the traditional, the traditional thing, Burge, is people will actually, as they get, as they get, pushed on budget they'll go smaller and smaller and smaller in their incremental amounts and that's a giveaway of how far they're getting pushed so if they're starting off in 50,000 bids and they're finishing off in 500 bids you know you you know everyone knows you're being stretched as a bidder whereas if you're going up by what you're saying and incrementally going up saying that's not really showing any emotions uh probably a good strategy because think how many times the auctioneer goes, come on, it's only $500. It's not your money. It's $500. And you're like, yeah, okay, what's 500 But if that's, oh, 10000 you're like, oh, no, I was over my budget, ten grand. This guy's not going to stop. Even if that's his last $10,000, it's just using your budgets smartly. So smaller bids at the beginning, bigger at the end. How to prep for an auction what other tips have we got before we go? That's all I got. <laughs> um, uh, still, still the husband look at the wife, go forward or not. Yeah, it's once you once you know it, go to an auction. Yeah, I think the big one's staying. I think. Yeah. Go, Mark. What did Sean say just then? 
Oh, still loving the husband looks at what the wife. What did say just I'm reading it. Still loving the husband looks at the wife to go forward or not. Bit. <laughs> yeah. It's hey, um, hey, just 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 a crazy one. Um, you know uh, when you play poker? Yes. Everyone wears sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, never thought of that. Never thought of that in an auction, but off the back of what you just said, because you're a poker player. Um, yes. On the back of what you just said, not a bad, not a bad, bad idea. Sunnies, sunnies won't show the emotion when you uh, in your eyes yeah. when you're bidding. The emotion. And, guys, for one, just don't just wait 20 minutes for the auctioneer to start. There is no, there's no wait. strategy behind that. It's just stupid. It just wastes everyone time. There's no advantage being the last in the last out. If anything, you want to be the first bidder and hopefully the last. The first bidder will control the pace. So waiting to waiting 10 minutes for letting other people start, they're bidding at 50K a pop. Before you know it, it's above your budget. Where if you're in there straight away, then you can control it. And if everyone's going to hang behind, you're the only one, the auctioneer has to take your 5K bid at the beginning because no one else is there. So all that waiting around, useless. And Lisa says, have fun. It's, it's exhilarating. Uh, We're not bidding on behalf of people. My heart was thumping. It's crazy. <laughs> um, another one is don't heckle the auctioneer. Um, a lot of people under stress uh, feel like they should um, – try to frazzle the auctioneer or put the auction off center i think it discredits you in the crowd i think it discredits you with the auctioneer and i think it most importantly discredits you with the vendor so the person that's selling if you're not the high if you're not the uh, winning bid on the day and you're not above the reserve you're going to be the person that's going to be negotiating with the vendor and you want to be in a cast in a good positive light not that you're a muppet yes yeah, true when you negotiate lisa said her cousin announced at the beginning of the auction he was there to buy it at the property <laughs> it disarmed everyone a lot of it's like it, a lot of it is the psychology behind it people people love auctions we we advise auction is a great strategy because people get caught up in them caught up in the moment and it shows the like obviously the competition side of it, competitiveness, but there's also the emotional side of it. So there's many reasons. Being able to see someone's um, emotions, reaction, someone's bidding, and the psychology behind it is very strong. It's like everything. Well, Lisa's cousin turned up to auction um, two months ago, and he's been looking for four years. And he turns up, and uh, he's actually a pretty quiet guy and a very likable guy. So he wasn't arrogant in his approach. And what he <laughs> he turned up and said, I've never heard this. He turned up and said, everyone, this is my wife. And we have been looking for our family for four years now. I've just had enough. Whatever pro whatever this property get um, goes to an auction today, I will pay more. So I just want to say, <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. want to say, happy if you had a bid, but I'm paying more than anybody here today. And yeah. he actually bought it for pretty well, apparently. But I thought that That's was ballsy. Psychology. And, but your bidding's got to back it up. So big bets at the end when everyone's going close. 
you may not do the small bets at the beginning to because then they're like, hang on, why are you doing small bets? But it can it probably be better to do so. Um, but yeah, same thing works. Good awesome. luck at auction today, everybody. Thanks, uh, and Bergio. Adam, what happens after the auction, Mark? A lot of people don't know. Just run through that quickly. Offer accepted. Cry. What's the process? If you are successful. Cry like a bitch. Um, you, if you're successful, you, yep. you, uh, you, go to the, you go to the ceremony of, um, of exchange of contracts. So you will be asked to sign the contract that your lawyer checked. Yep. The seller will be asked to sign the contract as well. The agent will check the contract changes have been made that your solicitor has requested as a buyer, that they are mirrored in the other contract, so they're the same. They will ask for a deposit to be taken, um, and then they will also give you a um, uh, they will give you your contract to take. Uh, but, they, but they'll also believe it or not, they'll ask you to sign a letter so you can leave that contract with them and they'll express post it to both lawyers those yeah, and contracts and sold. Yes, and I'll bring your letter of changes approved because you don't want to get to auction and say, I've got 10 changes. The agent's not going to have them, more than likely, because the lawyer may, may not have sent them. There's 10 different buyers. He's not going to have everyone. So I think it's good to bring your agreed changes so you can have them there and say this was approved. Makes it easy. Some people don't feel confident signing the contract different to what their lawyer agreed, and you may not be able to get your lawyer. Oh, prepare your lawyer to be ready Saturday for the auction. The amount of buyers who have missed nice. out on property, nice. the amount of um, buyers who have missed out on properties because they were unsure of something, they could not get their lawyer on the phone for the Saturday. The amount of properties I've sold because I've been able to get Anthony Medi from HPL on the phone Saturday morning Massive. because the fresh buyers looked at it and they were like, we love it, but we've only just seen it. Is there, any, is there anything we can do? And I say, yes, call Anthony Medi. They'll get the contract reviewed on a Saturday for you. Boom. So 7 Beacon Hill Road was that property. And, and my, last cheek, my last cheekiest one, take your wealthiest cousin with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you need a loan. <laughs> they, they might turn around and go, bang, 10 grand on top and you got it. Yeah. That sounds Beautiful. Bad, eh? All righty. All right. Thank you. I, I hope, hope that's a great day, everyone. Hope it yeah. helps. Share it, share it with friends and family for anyone going to an auction. So some of this stuff is common sense to you and I and probably you watching, but to share it with people, uh, it, it's a cracker. Yeah. Beautiful. And if you've got any other topics you want us to cover, just DM us. A lot of these topics that we do are requested by people that watch. So um, just direct message us if you if you want us to cover any any topics, guys. Boom. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Mr. Bird Joss. <laughs>